Have you ever wondered what your food truck would look like after you've been open for about three months? Well, all this week, I'm going to be talking to the owner of the Hippie Gourmet Grilled Cheese Food Company, and he's going to share with us his first three months of being open. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sure. My name's Ken Bohm. Um, I am the owner of Hippie Gourmet Grilled Cheese, my food truck. We are just west of Chicago, out of St. Charles, Illinois. So Hippie, well, let's talk about that for a second. That's not a word you'd associate with a food truck. So <clears throat> how did that originate? Well, I we came up with a bunch of names, my wife and I. Uh, originally, the the name I thought about maybe Yellow Submarine, um, something something having to do uh, like a throwback. If have, have you ever been to a Grateful Dead show? No, can't say that. All right, well, um, a lot of hippies there. Uh, one of the big things that they do at the show is in the parking lot, they used to sell dollar grilled cheeses. So when I came up with the idea for a grilled cheese truck, I'm thinking, you know, well, who eats, who eats grilled cheese? You know, it's, it's a, it's an inexpensive food. You can travel with it. And I remembered back to going to shows, uh, going to Grateful Dead shows and then selling grilled cheese in the parking lot. And I thought, you know, we could do something with this. We can, you know, throw that name back. We can and keep it simple but yet you know for marketing we could turn this into something huge with marketing you know my truck it, it's literally nine tons of tie-dye rolling down the road <laughs> so that's kind of where the name came from that's pretty cool yeah i may not have been a, a grateful dead fan but i definitely have a hippie throwback you know i have, have the there you, yeah you got the hair yeah you got the locks you could do it yeah i was a kid of the 60s so mm-hmm. I, I remember the long hair and of course you know disco era was when i was a teenager so i just never really got rid of the long hair usually I had it in high school and then uh, I'm 47 and it's starting to recede on me. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm, uh, I was born in 75. That makes me 47 years old. You're still a youngster. <laughs> That's what they tell me. I was graduating high school in 77. There you go. A little bit of a difference, but that's why I have the long hair. I just never could I give can it, dig it I can dig it. I can still get people that notice it. So they, they either call me a hippie or want to be hippies. Either way, I don't care. I like long hair. Let's yeah, I'll get people sometimes they come up to the truck and they'll get it, you know, because my, and I don't know, you know, if you want to get into this now or later, but a lot of the sandwiches that I have are kind of like, I have one that's called the Michelle and it's a Beatles, you know, the Michelle, the Beatles song. Right. Um, one that's uh, the Alpine Valley, which is a uh, uh, a music venue up north from us where the Grateful Dead used to play a lot. So I, I kind of tie that in. So Yeah, there's a lot of food truck owners that, that pick a theme and try to name their food after different themes. 
And when people get the theme, it just makes perfect sense to them. Okay, I see why that's named that, and I see why that's named that. So it, it, it gives just, a lot of people smiles. It, it exactly. makes a lot of people smile. Exactly. So would you consider yourself to be a full-time owner or you do this part-time? Full-time. Full-time. All right. When did you officially open for business? Our first gig uh, was late. I think it was the last weekend in August of this year. So I'm still a baby. <laughs> And so the, how, uh, how was that first day or first week you were up and how was it? It was, it was kind of comical. Uh, you know, I was nervous. I wanted everything to go right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ordered 300 loaves of bread. You know, I ordered, oh my God, I, I ordered way, I ordered way too much stuff. I overshot it because our first gig is at a local uh, pumpkin farm, apple orchard. And, you know, where I live regionally here, that's a huge deal. And I'm talking to the lady, you know, that's in charge of it and getting the food trucks. Oh yeah, we're expecting thousands. And, and I'm thinking, oh dear Lord, you know, how much, you know, how much can I fit on the truck? Am I going to run out? I want, you know, because I want everything to go right. I think we wound up that Monday unloading actually more than we loaded on the truck. And, you know, and, and everything went great. Everything actually went pretty smooth. We, you know, we fired up the generators and I'm, you know, going, okay, nothing's breaking. Everything's working. Um, I had, uh, I think it was my my two kids on the truck. Well, they're adults, but my kids. Right. Um and the guy behind me working the griddle, everything worked. People were happy, but yeah, I was nervous as a cat because I, I, you know, my whole thing is, is, you know, God, is, are people going to like this? Is this, you know, I, cause I could see it. I could see it in my mind. I could see it working, but I'm not so egotistical to think that, well, you know, if I like it, everybody else is going to like it. You know, that's why I, you know, I never put too much hot peppers and anything I cook. But yeah, I was nervous and it worked out and I came back and we didn't make a whole bunch of money because there wasn't a whole lot of people there. But at the end of it, I was absolutely thrilled because, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, we did it, everything worked and there's, there's a little bit of money in the cash drawer. I'm like, okay, you know, here we go. Start, start walking a little bit. So that's, that's how my first day was. Oh, that's awesome. So you said you ordered 300 loaves of bread. So how many sandwiches would one loaf of bread do? <laughs> You're going to laugh. <laughs> so out of each loaf we get, depending on how it's cut, because I get all my bread made locally. So the loaves are not always, they're not super, they're not always consistent. Right. So I can get anywhere between eight and 10 per loaf times 300 loaves 2400 i seriously overthought my because i didn't even know what the capacity of the truck was like well how many can we do in an hour god i don't know so let's just overdo everything and hope you know pray to the lord that everything works out and like i said it was funny i came back to the shop and we're we unloaded more than we loaded or more than we sold. I mean, so that was pretty funny. Well, it is a good comparison that at least you were able to recognize that. <laughs> yeah. And and then I had to go, I went out and I bought uh, freezers. I learned uh, we got to buy, you know, two deep freezers because now where am I going to put all this bread? Right. Um, because it's all, it's it's homemade. There's no preservatives. Um, I use a place, it's literally three mi- three minutes down the road called Breadsmith. I don't know if you guys have them nationally, but uh, it's it's all made by hand. There's no preservatives. Um, it's good bread. The problem is, is that it the shelf life, unless you freeze it, is about four days. That's actually not bad then. Typically, like 
McDonald's or Burger King, they're going to have a three to four day shelf life on their buns too. Once it's delivered, they expect it to, to be either sold or returned to the bakery after three days. So that's hmm. So besides grilled cheese, what else do you sell? That's it. That's it? We, Yep, that's it. We've just recently, I take that back. In the past couple of weeks, we've introduced soup. It hasn't gone over super well. Um, super well. And I think it's because of the weather. We've had sort of a, a warm spell on the weekends two, three weeks ago. I thought, I, I think it was just maybe a little too warm for it. But uh, my guy that works my griddle, who would be behind me if I was sitting, I, I typically sit at the window because I'm the more gregarious, outspoken, right. talkative one. So Joel, who works the grill behind me, he's actually went to culinary school. He's my neighbor, um, and he's on every gig with me. And he's, he said, you know, I could make some soup, some tomato soup. So I went on the, the internet, and I ordered one of them soup pot warmers, and he made a delicious soup. We rolled it out. People loved it. We just didn't sell a bunch of it. So, yeah, all we do is grilled cheese. That's it. Are there different varieties of grilled cheese? There are. We have, and, and I was advised... When I first started this to keep my menu simple by you, by other people, other guys that I've talked to on food trucks, keep it, you know, maybe five things, keep it simple so you're not overwhelming yourself. And I did. So the first one that we have is is pretty straightforward. It's called the Johnny Appleseed. I get my 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 proteins, uh, my bacon and my ham from a local meat market. They do their own bacon. And I actually get it cheaper than I would at the grocery store. And it's better. So it's bacon, apples, and a white cheddar on a French peasant bread. Um, that one is by far our best seller. Um, that one is is miles away. Uh, we do it for 14 bucks. It comes with a bag of kettle chips and a pickle. All of my sandwiches come with kettle chips, bag of kettle chips and a pickle spear. I figure it's grilled cheese. Here's, you know what I mean? I want to give you the value for your right. money. Um, you know, you hand somebody just a grilled cheese for $14, they're going to look at it, probably throw it back at you. Then we have one called the Greg. Uh, Greg is the guy that built most of the inside of my truck. I figured I'd have to name a sandwich after him. It's um, tavern ham with a mild cheddar with a little bit of Dijon mustard. Um, same bread, French peasant bread. And then we have this uh, one we call the Michelle. It's me trying to make a French onion soup on grilled cheese. So what we do is we take onions, we slice them thin, uh, grill them up with a little bit of balsamic, a little bit of red wine. And we put that with a Munster cheese. And Munster would be sort of the melty substitute for the uh, the Gruyere or the Swiss on a, right. on a French onion soup. That one seems to be very popular. And then we'll do a plain for the kids. You know, we have a plain one. Um, then we have the Santana, uh, which is pepper jack cheese, a couple few pickle jalapenos, and a uh, sun-dried tomato people so tend to like tomato, that as in a whole tomato or like yeah a- they're about the little tiny ones okay and we put i put about three or four on them and send it off but that's that's basically my core my core menu i have another one we'll run on a special it's it's just ham and swiss uh we again we call it the alpine valley you know swiss trying to be clever <laughs> but that one that one doesn't do as well as i thought but it's, I think it's a good sandwich. Yeah, that's basically my menu. The Johnny Appleseed, what's the hippie mm-hmm. reference for that one? Because I got the other. There isn't one. I okay. couldn't think of anything, you know, obviously Santana, you know, the, the, 
you get all the rest of them. I, I couldn't think of anything to reference to, uh, you know, a hippie reference or a right. 60s reference. And my wife goes, just call it the Johnny Appleseed. And I go, okay. <laughs> all right that's fine that's what we'll call it you know being from that era that was a, a reference you'd hear a lot in in elementary school for sure just the whole story about johnny appleseed yeah I don't, I don't even know if they even talk about it anymore in in modern schools no i had to tell my stepson and my kids who johnny appleseed was okay. but that's okay it's a conversation starter for sure oh yeah definitely thank you guys for listening tomorrow we're going to be talking about i think i can do this Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.